Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. Let's Hi, welcome to the show. Today we're going to talk about how to become dynamic on stage. Someone who has great, great, great magnetism. So, but without further ado, let's start a little speaker with it. You know, a lot of people I see just say they just wing it. They are hired to speak in front of an audience or they actually invite themselves to speak in front of an audience and they haven't prepared. And you know what? When that happens, that really shows. And so I'm going to give you some tips and strategies in my routine on how I make sure that I'm always prepared for any speaking engagement that I attend. So the first thing I do is I prepare about two weeks out. And so a lot of people don't do that. So one thing that I do is I prepare about two weeks out. A lot of people don't do this, but I make sure that I have ample time to speak. So one thing I don't do is I don't schedule my speaking opportunities back to back to back to back to back. I did that once and I was a disaster. I was exhausted. I was tired. And if you think about it, each of those events had different audiences. So I had to tailor each presentation to different audiences. And by the end of my, of my tour, a two-week tour of five different speaking engagements, speaking overseas and in the U.S., it was just crazy. I didn't have time to do it, and it really showed. So I vowed to never do that again, and I hope you never start doing that either. So what are some things that I do? prior to any speaking engagement. For one, I practice. Even though I have my keynotes prepared, they may not be quite polished. I will practice those keynotes based on the audience I'm going to speak to. So many times my keynotes are a little tailored and adjusted a little bit to fit that particular audience. How do I find out more about the audience? I ask the event planner. Some things that I wanna know is the demographics and where do they live? Where are they from? the age group, the gender, the jobs they have, the social economic status they have, what is the theme of the event? All those things are vitally important for you to know before entering into a speaking engagement and also being able to make sure that you are to tailor a message that connects with that audience. Because remember, not only about speaking, it's about how to help these people long after you've stepped on that platform. Other things you want to know are things such as what type of microphone are they going to use? Uh, is it a lapel microphone? Is it a handheld microphone? And based on that information, you want to practice your speech, either holding a microphone or having your hands free. That's also a great tip. And something I learned pretty, pretty soon or pretty quickly when I first started speaking. Now, one thing that a lot of people don't do is that they don't look at the room. 
They don't prepare themselves for the room. You want to know how much room do you have to walk immediately? To the left, to the right, how far is the audience from the front or back? Is the stage elevated? Is the stage is on the floor? Do you have space to walk up and down the aisles? Now, sometimes if it's local, you can go check out the event prior, the event space prior. That's most ideal. But right now they have all these different pictures that you can find online. There was an event I had a couple of months ago in Miami, and I was able to look at the event space online. It was a convention at a convention center. So that worked out perfectly. I was able to see you know, how high the stage was, how far away was it from the audience. The tables. And so based on that, if you're a lady, shoes are vitally important. A lot of people forget this, shoes. So I usually have my outfits prepared and ready again two weeks prior. Uh, the outfit, I'll just make sure that you know everything's copacetic and I can still fit in it. Uh, but shoes are vitally important because for me, I'm not a speaker that stays in one place. So I want to walk the room and being in semi-comfortable shoes uh, that will allow me to do that easily is vitally important. So I will practice my shoes. Now I did do a presentation in San Antonio a couple of years ago. And there were these shoes, bad shoes that I wanted to wear. And I was practicing these shoes and it took me weeks actually to try to figure out how these shoes were going to fit because I don't know, the heel part was little too thin, so I, I buy these cushions and it, it's for the heel of my feet, cushions at the bottom of my feet. I was just patting them up. And at the last minute, I said, you know what? I'm not going to be able to wear these shoes. I'm going to, my mind's going to be focused more on trying to walk than it would be presenting and engaging the audience. And so I squashed the shoes. That's new pair of shoes. And it was fine. But I'd much rather figure that out prior to the event than at the event itself. And so just keep that as key. Uh, another thing that I do is I, I visualize my presentation. I visualize the audience and the audience's response during certain segments of my presentation. And that helps me tremendously in my delivery and in a way that I engage with them. And when I'm pausing, when I'm not pausing, when I'm smiling, when I ask for questions or interacting uh, with the audience, all those are vitally important, but the first thing you need to do is visualize, visualize. So what I do is I use my living room space. I think I've always used my living room space. Yeah, I use my living room space uh, for uh, my, my practicing. And so I'll put pillows or stuffed animals around the room, and I've been doing this for well over 20 years, and that's my audience. And so based on what I, I saw online or visiting the location, right, the space of the room, I visualized me actually walking and presenting my presentation in front of that audience. Now, I went to, that's actually funny, it was a speak comp speaking competition, and I did not get a chance to check out the room. But when I was practicing, I was practicing a large space. It's a large space. But when I got there, there were there were uh, things. There's a piano in a way, and a pole in a way. And I banged my hand 
over this over this pole and and it just fell all over the floor. I had to pick it up and get myself together again. It was very distracting. But had I had looked at the stage prior and saw that I only had this much space, I probably wouldn't have moved so much. And so those are just some things to think about. But visualizing the space that you have and how many steps you have to the right, how many steps you have to the left, how much can you walk forward. It may be it's an auditorium space. That uh, area, arena, Hi, this is Chrissy Love of BCMB Love, and I'd like to invite you to tune in to my show that's being aired on WinWinWomen.tv every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 7 p.m. UK Time to get public speaking tactics that can be used to increase your communication skills in a way that will up-level your career and your life. It wasn't a room where the tables were flat. It was chairs as if you were in like a movie theater. So I wasn't able to walk up and down. Not in heels anyway. I wasn't going to try that one. Um, I, I definitely could have, but I didn't try it. But that's just an idea um, and something to look out for. So let's go into today's topic. Today's topic is dynamic vitality tips on stage for massive magnetism. Who wants that? You do, you're in the right place. And the first thing I want to just talk about is just moving with purpose. Remember, you practice, and as you practice, you know, and throughout your presentation or keynote, you're going to have some ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs, engagement, I hope, back and forth, and, and different movements, right, and flows throughout your speech. And so your movement should also be calculated, carefully calculated, orchestrated, but very natural. Natural. I did, <laughs> I did um, watch a, a speaker once on stage, and his movements were really like a robot. We do not want robotic movements. We want our movements to flow naturally and engaging. But to be able to do this perfectly, you must practice. Next is injecting a little humor and authenticity. Uh, how do you do that? Well, for me, I do have a few light jokes, uh, usually about myself, uh, that I may incorporate into a presentation. Uh, but other things is just being authentic. And the way you, you're authentic is by maybe sharing stories or telling a little personal about yourself, personal experiences and maybe failures you've had that are really true. Uh, but you're saying them in a way that, hey, you don't want that audience to ever experience the same thing that you have. You've already gone through the trial and tribulations. You don't want them to experience difficulty because you have the secret, you have the master plan that's really going to help them to continue to rise without going through you know, the deep, dark areas and struggles through life as you did. And so use that within stories and be more authentic and within yourself. That's a great way to best better connect with the audience. Now, when the audience looks at you on stage, they see this person like, whoa, she's, a, she's an expert or he's an expert. He's doing huge things. He's on stage. Wow, they're so great. But what you want to do is you want to bring it down a little bit and show them that, hey, I am human too. 
I am human. I'm just like you. I've gone through many experiences that you have and I climbed my way out of it. And now here I am to help you as well. And the next thing that's vitally important is being able to connect with your audience, interact with your audience, find different ways to do this. You can do this both virtually and in person. Now, in person, you know, it's a little easier. You can you know, ask names or um, ask questions, right? But virtually may be a little tricky, but with a little experience, you learn quite a bit. What I mean by that is that when you are doing virtual presentations, you also want to make it fun and interesting. You don't want to make it boring. I train for organizations, and usually the trains are like eight hours a day, eight hours. So if I just sat there and talked for eight hours like this, people would seriously check out after about the first hour. But no, I have to make it fun. I have to make it interactive. I have to make it exciting, as well as providing a lot of information that they can learn and grow with as well. And so I'll incorporate polls and exercises and breakouts and so many different fun activities that they can do, uh, maybe with groups or partners or with us and discussions and just in and using the chat so many different things i'm mixing up videos um else? videos and a q a session so many different things you want to mix up to make it also interesting and fun for them and gamification is another one gamification is great that's awesome i use a program called mentimeter check that out that's gonna allow you to do lots of different fun things and kind of mix it up a little bit and that's pretty much what it's about. And doing all these things is going to make you really memorable. Memorable, more memorable than other speakers out there. And that's what you want. You want people to see you, to notice you, to remember you, and hopefully to come to you for more help in that area. And so the best way to do that is that, of course, lead them to how to reach you and how to book a call with you or maybe offer a program that can help them go to the next level. And so if you want help in that, you know who to call, Christy Love. And wow, we talked about a lot today. We talked about how to move with purpose, interjecting human and authenticity, um, connecting with passion, and also interactive engagement. And so if that was helpful for you, make sure you contact me. I'm always available to help anyone in need to really elevate their communication and connection skills. Now, you're not getting rid of me too fast. I'm going to see you again next week, same time, same place on the Be Seen Be Love show. Bye for now.